0: Coming up on the Keto Camp podcast, we have the founder of the Paleo FX movement, Keith Norris.
1: Look at the natural world, and you look at all species out there. There are periods of feast and famine. Just about every species has to go through that, um, and so every species has a mechanism by which they can survive that. And human species is no different. And I think to the extent that uh, you know that that we don't honor that is detrimental to our health people you know people tend to think going for 4 hours without eating is a huge endeavor just because you know food in our society is ubiquitous you can't turn a corner without running into some kind of food stuff
0: i'm a certified functional health practitioner who's on a mission to educate 1 billion people I've been obese for most of my life. From rock bottom to the top of the mountain, I am passionate about studying ancient healing strategies like fasting and the ketogenic diet and curating this information on the Keto Camp podcast. My goal is to bring you the thought leaders in this space. My name is Ben and I wanna thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hello Keto Campers. Hope you're having an amazing day today. First and foremost, thank you for choosing this podcast. Out of all the podcasts out there, you're here with me right now and I'm grateful for that. On this episode, we have the founder of the Paleo FX movement. If you are in the alternative health space, if you've been studying paleo, keto, fasting, then chances are you know about Paleo FX and you've actually attended a Paleo FX event. On this episode, I interviewed Keith Norris and we talk about getting back to our ancestral health. What does that mean? Well, we're gonna share some tools to help reclaim your health. And guess what? These tools, they're 100% free. The problem with that, people undervalue them. But we're gonna explain why you shouldn't undervalue them and you should actually incorporate them every single day. We're gonna talk about health fundamentals, getting back to the basics, why we are hardwired to practice intermittent fasting. And Keith is gonna share his schedule for practicing fasting and, and how he fasts and works out and how he just loves that. It's been a great tool for him. We're going to talk about perfect health. What exactly is perfect health? And then we get into the must attend health conference of 2020, which is Paleo FX in Austin, Texas, taking place Friday through Sunday, April 24th through April 26th. I have to share something with you. I'm gonna be speaking at PaleoFX, and I would love to meet you Keto Campers. I would love for you to attend my talk. I'd love to give you a hug. It's going to be an amazing event. There's going to be other top notch speakers and, and practitioners and just it's the community and the vibe. It's like nothing you've ever experienced before. My talk's gonna be all about Keto for Beginners, how to master it. I'm gonna give you five ways to master Keto and you can apply these principles and get long-term results. If you want to get your ticket, hurry up because they are going to sell out. A lot of the badges will sell out. They're a very popular event. Head to the link of this podcast, the notes of this podcast. Click the link. You'll see there. Purchase your tickets for Paleo FX. It's in beautiful Austin, Texas at the end of April. You can learn more by clicking that link, and I can't wait to meet you and see you at Paleo FX. I'd love for you to take a screenshot of this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast like you always do and tag me and Keith and Paleo FX on Instagram. I'll be sure to see it and, and share it on my story. My Instagram handle is at thebenazadi. The Instagram handle for Keith is theory2practice, that's the number two, and then at Paleo FX. Tag us all. Let us know that you're enjoying this episode and I'd love to share that on my stories. A reminder for you, I'm doing a, a free webinar this Friday online called The Art of Fasting. It's about 77% full at this moment that I'm recording this podcast. Friday, February 28th at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, I'll be going live, and I'm giving away over $200 worth in free gifts for those who attend the webinar. If you head over to www. BenazadiWebinar.com. you could get secured and locked in and your spot will be there for you. We have limited spots available on the Zoom recording. And like I said, 77% full. So if you're interested in attending this, then I'd love for you to take action. Go to www.benazadiwebinar.com and attend my Art of Fasting webinar. Let's get into this interview, talking all things ancestral health with Keith Norris. Keith Norris is the CDO and founder of of Paleo FX. Their mission is to heal thyself and change the world. Keith is one of the lucky few souls who has been able to completely transition out of corporate America and dive headlong into his passion for bettering lives by teaching the art and science of physical culture. Not only does he walk the walk on a day-to-day basis, but his economic well-being hinges on his precepts of proper exercise, stellar diet, and lifestyle and intelligent hacks and supplementation, forming the bedrock and foundation for a long, healthy, and prosperous life. Keith Norris, welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast, brother.
1: Ben, it's fantastic to be here. I'm glad we connected.
0: I'm glad we connected too, and uh, I can't wait to talk about Paleo FX 2020 and just all the cool things that you and Michelle and your whole team are doing, and we'll get to all that. We will. But before we do, I'd love for you to share your story. Why are you doing what you're doing? share your, your, your mission with us and how you got to this point.
1: Right. Well, a little bit of the background for Peveo FX, uh, 10 years ago, Michelle and I were corporate warriors. Um, we were living the quote unquote American dream. Um, we had the big house, big cars, kids in the best schools. Um, and we measured success based on monetary measures, right? We were totally caught in that web. And, uh, during that time, the financial crisis hit of, uh, 2008, and we lost just about everything we had. Uh, we still had our corporate jobs, but we were hev- heavily leveraged in real estate at that time because at that time everybody knew that real estate was going nowhere but up. So we were we had we had a lot of cash on hand, and that cash was invested in real estate. And um, you know what that? About six months after the crash, we had we were bordering on bankruptcy, and we weren't just bordering on bankruptcy financially. We were bordering on bankruptcy emotionally and at, at, at the soul level because we were doing and being what it, in our souls we knew that we weren't ready to do. And it just wasn't us anymore. And we were only putting on this facade to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak. And it was at that time, it was a, it was a soul search for both of us. And we decided that uh, And we had decided before the crash, actually, that we were getting out of corporate America. We were going to cash out the real estate investments. We were our, quote unquote, and pardon the French, fuck you money. And uh, that was our exit plan. And that exit plan evaporated in about six months. Um, In May, the first weekend in May of 2009, uh, Michelle and I were at a Kentucky Derby party and uh this was the first time we had been out in a while we we had like zero party in us at this time but this we were living in north carolina at the time and if you're in north carolina if you're in the south you're at one of two places if you're in the well-heeled uh crowd in the south you're either at uh churchill downs for the race or you're at a kentucky derby party we were at a kentucky derby party uh long story short we came back from that party that evening And we were notified that our daughter, who was a senior in college at that time, had died in an auto accident. And as you might expect, it was devastating, completely devastating. She was a music ministry major, and she was a week away from her college graduation, uh, three days before her 23rd birthday. And so now we had that to deal with on top of everything else. Um, At that point, we had, Decision to make, we could either turn back and continue doing what we were doing because at least we had the safety net of uh, my job anyway. Michelle had been let go from her job um, as a result of the financial crisis, but I still had my job. And uh, that was our safety net, but we chose to forge forward because at that point, after losing a daughter, um, you know, financial failure is its kind of like whatever. That doesn't that, that even, it's not even a blip on the map. Um, So long story short, we moved uh, back to South Texas. We're originally from South Texas. We moved to Austin because that's a hub of entrepreneurship, and we just love the vibe of the city and always have. And we became entrepreneurs. I opened gyms. Uh, Michelle was a certified chef, still is a certified chef. She created a catering company, and we began to dig ourselves back out of the financial hole that we were in. During that time, we came up with the idea for Paleo FX because we had been to to many, uh, largely because of me being in the um, strength and training community, had gone to a number of conferences that were academic conferences and enjoyed conferences. But one thing that was always missing from those conferences, we felt was an action plan for the common man. Um, You know, and we wanted to create a conference or an event that was a rubber meets the road, right? Distill all of this theory, all of this information into actionable plans that people can take home and act on. In 2011, we were at a conference in, in California. It was at UCLA. And on the way back from that conference, literally on a southwest airline flight on a southwest airline napkin we came up with a concept of paleo fx on the back of a napkin i wish we still had that napkin um we don't that that original idea was more of a mastermind type of situation maybe 100 150 people maybe 10 or so presenters and uh by 2012 by the time of the first paleo fx that have ballooned to 800 attendees and over 100 speakers, or I think it was over 60 speakers at that time. And just to give you a a contrast between 2012 and 2019, um, the 2012 show, 800 attendees, maybe 12 vendors on uh, on our exhibition floor, if you could have called it that at that time. Um, this year at the Paleo FX was 8,000 attendees and over 150 exhibitors. Wow. This movement has taken off and it is for Michelle and I, it is a tribute to our daughter, Brittany. It is our way to give back to society. It is our way to put a dent in the universe because she never had the chance to put the dent in the universe in the way, in the way that she had wanted to do and with the gifts that she had. So as, as few gifts as Michelle and I have, the one gift that we do have is we're great networkers. We just have a massive network of people that we lean on personally, because we're not experts really in anything, but we just know people who are, and we leverage that to create paleo effects.
0: That's amazing, Keith. Uh, first and foremost, thank you for, for sharing that. Thank you for sharing your heart. What a dedication to Brittany! What, a, what 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 incredible work you and, and Michelle and everybody at PaleoFX is, is doing, and the it's so cool that you were on an airplane, you're on Southwest, and you kick. This was a thought, which all thoughts are things, right? This is a thought, right. thought on a napkin. Now, what uh, eight years later or so, you have eight thousand people coming right. to the PaleoFX. It's just it's amazing, and you have started to touch a movement worldwide, not just in the right. U.S. Uh, and the caliber of speakers you have there. Even the vendors, you have a, 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 an ingredients ban list. Like You guys right. do it the right way, and it's so respectable. That's why I reached out to you, and I'm like, hey, how can I contribute to this event? Right. How can I uh, be, be involved with what you guys are doing? So let's, let's just rewind real quick. So 2012 was the first one. Uh, we're right. heading into 2020, so that's it. this is going to be your eighth one?
1: This will be the ninth show. It'll, It'll be the ninth eighth one. Year. Yeah.
0: What has been the biggest lessons you've learned i know there's a lot of lessons there but what has been the biggest lessons from putting on an event from uh you had uh 300 people the first time you said it was
1: it was 800 yeah. 800
0: yeah, which is still pretty damn good for the
1: first one yeah, it was shell shocking to us <laughs> really yeah. that that many people but that's yeah. really good for your
0: first one and now you have eight, about 8,000 coming like what are some right. lessons that you learned
1: about putting on this event each year i think the biggest lesson for michelle and i and we really didn't realize the extent of how valuable tribe is to this community. And it, I mean, it tribe is, is so very valuable to everybody, but especially in this community. And we, we kind of had a gut sense of that. We had a gut sense that people like-minded people liked to come together. It physically come together and there, and that was lacking in this kind of paleo health and wellness sphere There really wasn't, In the academic conferences were kind of covering that, but they weren't because there seemed to be that, just a little disconnect. So the academic conferences were very, very mental, and there just seemed to be a disconnect of people coming together just to network and play, have a good time, to learn, yes, absolutely, but just to converse and hang out with one another and just be with one another. And we had a, we we had an intuitive sense of that, but we didn't realize how much that was lacking, because if you ask attendees who come to PaleoFX, and you ask them if you could if you could distill down to one thing that brings you back year after year to PaleoFX, what is it? And they might use words, but it all comes back to tribe and community. This is a one-time of year they can all come together, and rub elbows together, and hang out and spend time in a beautiful city together. And they thrive on that, and I think that's missing in our in our world in, 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 at least in our in, at least in our first world world that is tremendously lacking, and you can see that at Palo fX. I mean, the vibe on the paleo fX floor is just elevated. People are hugging, people are crying, um, and it's just a great community, and that I think over and above. Every other success that Paleo FX has been has been for Michelle and I, and for our team as well, the Paleo FX team. That is what we feed off of year to year to year.
0: I love it. Yeah. And your vibe attracts your tribe. You're putting out that, that vibration. You're putting out that information and all of a sudden, boom, you have people who flock to you, right, myself right. included. Uh, where did the name Paleo FX come from?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. So and Michelle and I, had been paleo for many, many years before paleo FX. Um, I was maybe an early adopter and G I'd say, you know, from back in the dial up days. And, um, so we believed in the lifestyle and, and that, that was something that we totally believed in the FX part of it was, you know, it's just, it's one of those branding sessions where you're just going around and you're throwing out ideas. We knew we wanted paleo in the, in the brand, some, some kind of way, and uh, I just threw out the term, I don't know how it came to me, because I'm a liberal arts major, and math, by any stretch of the imagination, is not my thing, but something, you know, we're just randomly throwing out ideas, and the FX thing came to me, because it, you know, a mathematical term for function, and I was just thinking through, we want this to be a functional event. And I, you know, I was thinking, you know, paleo function, paleo, and and just kind of kicking around those ideas and somehow paleo effects just came out. And of course we laughed at it. Like you, like you always do for, you know, different ideas. And it just, it just kind of stuck and it kind of, you know, it, it was, it was different enough to draw attention. It was enough. It was different enough for people to ask questions. It's like you did, you know, what's, what's the FX thing. And we thought, well, I don't know. Let's run with it and, and see what happens. And that's literally how it came about.
0: Hey, I want to interrupt this episode real quick to let you know that I am here drinking my delicious Purity Coffee. It is the world's healthiest keto coffee beans. They are, have the highest antioxidants. They are mold free. They tested these keto coffee beans from Purity Coffee against the top 40 brands out there and keto Purity Coffee, one hands down, not just with quality, but also taste. And I partnered with Purity Coffee to get an affiliate link for Keto Campers. If you head over to www.ketocampcoffee.com, put Keto Camp at checkout, you'll get 10% off of your coffee beans. I get mine delivered to me every single month on auto ship, so I don't have to think about it. In fact, I have it right here in front of me, a delicious warm cup of this delicious coffee with MCT oil and some grass-fed ghee. Oh my gosh, that is a powerful fatty coffee to power you through the day. So you don't have to rely on unhealthy keto meals. Head over to www.ketocampcoffee.com and put Keto Camp at checkout and get your bag of beans delivered to your door. All right, let's get back to this episode. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. is a, it's, a, it's an attention um, grabber. It's a conversation starter, like I just asked. Right. So Ah, fantastic choice right there. I think you you think you got the right choice with that name. I think it's a great solid name. Well, yeah. a,
1: a complete bastardization of the FX. Thing. <laughs> right, but it's it, it's you know, working. It's, it's working. Yeah,
0: yeah. And the paleo, although paleo is in the title, your events are much more than just a paleo diet. It's it's everything actually functional, but right. ancestral living, right? right. And so going back to our our ancestral roots. And on the Keto Camp podcast, we talk all about these ancient healing strategies. Mm-hmm. Keto is a powerful tool in right. that toolbox. And I use a variation of keto and paleo. I do I do what Dr. Pompa teaches, the diet variation. And I kind of right. cycle my clients out of ketosis for a short term, put them in paleo, low carb, then back into keto. But it's all about getting back to our ancestral roots, mimicking our ancestors. Could you talk a little right. bit more about that?
1: Yeah. So so the, So the show did start as a... As a diet and um, fitness show, right? Those are the two big components to a healthy lifestyle. But Michelle and I always knew that there are other components that go into that. At that time, we didn't know how and we didn't have the bandwidth or the team size to be able to incorporate all these other elements into the show. Those other elements, if you look at any any high functioning human being, any high functioning tribe of human beings, there's there's similarities between all of those, so so clean diet and and movement yes, but over and above that there's mental health, emotional health, um, there is spiritual well being, there is relational well being, there is tribal well being, all of these other things, and in our society there is a financial well being as well. That's just another energy currency that we use in this in this society in the first world, and so by looking at all of those we say what does it take to make an optimal human being what are all of those areas that we can look at that make a human being optimal because we know that if you're lacking in any one of those areas whether it's diet exercise movement emotional health spiritual health uh, mental health any of that you are lacking as a human being and you no, you are not functioning to your full capacity and we want everybody to function at their full capacity because Michelle and I, when we look at Paleo FX, Michelle and I are, we, we always laugh and we say, we're not the people who are going to split atoms. That is not us. But we know how to make people healthy. And we know people who know how to make people healthy. And to the extent that we can raise the level of health and allow each individual to express their own genius without having to be hamstrung by poor health, they can then go split the atom. They can, you know, figure out string theory or whatever the, the mysteries of the universe. Those mysteries might not be solved by that person if that person is in poor health. So that's our, that's our mission.
0: I love it. It's so true. You know, we can't do great things if we don't have our health. And, right. and I, I was just in, um, I just spoke in New Orleans to a group of 170 entrepreneurs. Uh, most of them are real estate guys. And I'm like, look, Money is great. Earning money, making an impact, growing your business, amazing. We should abundance our birthright. But what's the use of doing that if your health is going there and your, your wealth is going up there or your finances? That's
1: not the way it should be. You take care of right. your
0: health. Your health is your true wealth. So I love that you empower people to take that back to their home. Right. Whatever they work on, it'll just upgrade their life.
1: Ben, I see that so much in the, in the entrepreneur community, right? You see, you see people come in with passion and they flash hot and fast and they burn out. It, it's because they, and it always centers around one of those pillars that we just talked about. They fail in their diet. They fail in movement. They fail with emotional health or, or, um, mental stability, or one of those other pillars crumbles and down they go. So yes, you know, finances are important. And some people place, you know, a tremendous, especially entrepreneurs place a tremendous amount of importance on that. But you can't maintain that for long. You have to maintain all of the pillars at a sufficient level to be able to continue going.
0: Right on. Yeah. I love that holistic view that that's right. the body as a whole. It's not just one thing. Exactly. Uh, you've had such amazing speakers at paleo FX, Some of the best in the world. I mean, Ben Greenfield, Dave Asprey. I mean, I could go on and on with the names, JJ Virgin, Dr. Pompa, who I believe is right. the best of the best. And my, I'm biased, right, right. but that's my, my personal opinion.
1: He is, he is fabulous <laughs> for sure. Yeah. He's,
0: he's amazing they they put out a lot of great information and you could find that on your paleo effects youtube channel you could find it on on the internet now my question to you is what i'm leading towards is if you could extract let's say five things out of <laughs> all that information that's been shared on stage that you feel would make a big difference for the keto campers that are listening what would those five things be
1: i think you know when we when we talk about that we talk about getting back to the to the basics and our society likes to skip over the basics, right? Because the basics sound mundane, they're pedestrian, uh, you know, they, they're not flashy. It doesn't look good on IG. On IG. Um, but they are so vitally important, man. And, and I mean, if, if you just take a step back and you, and you ask yourself, what are the basic things I can do, the massive needle movers that will improve my health? And don't think about the fine tuning down the road because we can all N equals one and fine tune and continue to do that. And that's cool. I do it too. I'll do it. Um, I've got the O-ring. I've got the, the, the BioStrap. I've got all of that. But the basics, I don't ever leave. And those basics are we evolved as opportunistic eaters and obligate movers, first and foremost. I think we get the obligate moving part. Right. I mean, we have to are these physical bodies, whether we like it or not, are stone age is stone age equipment. And it's it's you know, it still thinks it's running in the stone age, even though we have all this technological advance. And thank God we do. I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about going back to the spearing cave. I'm certainly not going to do that myself. I love my creature comforts. And I love the fact that you and I can have this conversation or Zoom right now. And, it, and it's a beautiful thing but this body of mine still has to be taken care of if it's going to continue on and if I'm going to be able to express my genius in a, in a proper way. So I think we all get that. Ever ever how you want to move and express that as long as you can do it consistent consistently, I'm all for it. I think strength training should be a a math part of that, but but consistently consistency trumps everything. Now let's shift over to the opportunistic eating. Well, then people would say, yeah, you know, we're omnivores, right? And a large portion or a large uh, part of why we survived and became the dominant species, other than being able to communicate, was because we could pretty much survive eating anything. I mean, that's a huge advantage over any other species. But the thing is, what was available to us during the bulk of our evolutionary period? Right. So opportunistic. Now that window (laughs) shuts and that's a small window. Right. And then if you look at that in um, optimal foraging theory, like every living species on this earth has to operate under every living species on this earth wants to expend the least amount of energy it can for the most energy in return. Well, with our skill set, what is the most energy return that we're going to get? That's on fat. And that is hunting animals that carry large amounts of fat, preferably. And so, you know, I can't prove this with any papers. And the Lord knows people have tried for the longest period of time. We just had a massive debate, you know, with Chris Kresser and uh, the guy from uh, uh, Game Changers. I can't remember. His yeah, name
0: I, I uh, James Willick, I think it is. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 and. You know, this debate can rage on for years simply because we cannot keep a human being as a lab rat for 40 years to really see the outcome. So we have to make best estimates as to what a human being is going to thrive on. And the the way to do that, in my opinion, is to look at our evolutionary past and compare our evolutionary past against optimal foraging theory and see what you come up with. I mean, it's in my opinion, it's black and white. And I'm betting my life on it. That's how much I believe in it. So so those, those I think, are the basics. And then we get to, you know, you have to sleep. I live in a go-go society. I run with a pack of entrepreneurs who is, you know, the old mantra of I'll I'll sleep when I'm dead. And, you know, you snooze, you lose. And, you know, get up at 4 a.m. Because those in Europe, you got to get up before them and stay up later than the people in the Philippines. I mean, it's just, it's nuts. It's absolutely crazy. Just produce, produce, produce society. And I have to disengage from that and say, nope. If I can't get it done with minimal stress and get eight hours of sleep and a lot of times plus a night and wake up without an alarm every morning, it's not worth it to me. My health is worth everything. And my health starts with proper movement, proper diet and sleep are the, are the huge things. And I think from those three things, then you dive off into just a multitude of rabbit holes, right? And then you start fine-tuning around the edges and find out what works for you and this, that, and the other. But those are the three biggies for me, man. Those are, those are huge.
0: Yeah, well said. Totally. Sleep is up there for me as well. I have, I have the Aura Ring, and um, I prioritize it because nothing affects me more than sleep. Right. I could eat crappy tomorrow all day and yeah, it'll affect me. But if I right. slept crappy, it'll affect me even more. And I believe sleep is more important than diet and exercise combined. I, I right. honestly do. Right. But we, we need it all. We need it all. We need right. to eat, eat healthy. We got to move often. Movement is more important, I think, than just saying I go and I do CrossFit. Just move, right? So you gave some, right. some valuable advice there. Now, I have a question. Uh, I know that you practice intermittent fasting. Right. Where, where does that fall into this uh, ancestral approach here
1: that you're talking about? Well, our our species had to evolve that way right there if you if you look at the natural world and you look at all species out there there are periods of feast and famine just about every species has to go through that um and so every species has a mechanism by which they can survive that and human species is no different and i think to the extent that uh you know, that that we don't honor that is detrimental to our health. And people, you know, people tend to think going for four hours without eating is a huge endeavor just because, you know, food in our society is ubiquitous. You can't turn a corner without running into some kind of food stuff. But that's not the way we evolved. Um, and I, I mean, that's on the day-to-day situation. That's also seasonally, right? For most of our species I had to deal with seasonal seasonal. Ch- changes abundance scarcity all of that that's that every species in existence has to deal with that as well and that's that's just one more one more needle mover that might be you know stage one of the jumping into the rabbit hole on diet i can tell you how i do it personally i don't if, if i schedule a fast it is around travel for me because that's just the easiest time to do it if i'm flying on airplanes and in an airport that's that's an easy time for me to fast um, I generally don't eat in the mornings. I haven't eaten yet. I don't know what time is it here? It's two o'clock here in central right now. Um, I've I've had a couple of cups of coffee and I've had a pretty rugged workout here right before we dove into this this chat. And I haven't eaten yet. And I probably won't eat until about four o'clock this afternoon. That's a normal day for me. Right. And the only the only thing the only normal for me is the fact that the day may change tomorrow. I may eat first thing when I get up tomorrow. I just kind of follow a general feeling. I listen to my body, which I think is hugely important. Nine times out of 10, I'm not hungry when I wake up. But that one time out of 10, when I am, I'll eat. You know, and I it, I, just, I just ride the waves and I'm very, very fluid. The only thing in the eating that I will make sure that I don't, get into the habit, mental habit of eating just because it's morning or eating just because it's lunch or eating just because it's any other time. I really check in and go, am I hungry or am I not hungry? And I'm,
0: I love it. I mean, you have developed a relationship with your body that right. we all, we all have. We all have that um, ability to, to have that. Intuitive. Right.
1: Everybody does have it. It, it may, it, it may not you may not be listening to your body, but your body is screaming at you. Everybody's body is. And it's just getting in the habit of being able to listen to what your body is saying. And I think that is the advantage for those people who have become tone deaf to that. That is the advantage of things like the aura Ring and, and BioStrap is it allows you to tune back into your body if you use it right. Don't use it as a crutch, Only, you know, only looking at the data. But I'll tell you the way I use it. Just kind of going off on a tangent, but the way I use it is, I wake up every morning. How do I feel? Check in. Do I feel like I'm ready to rock and roll? Do I feel sluggish? I go through all of these points. Then I look at data. What the? See what the data does. The data support the way I feel. Nine times out of ten, it does.
0: Yeah, um, I, mean, I do something similar. You know, we have a very similar schedule with fasting, and and I also worked out before a couple hours before. Still fasted. I had my coffee earlier but I haven't eaten yet. I had a little bit of some sea salt Mm -hmm. to replenish on my electrolytes, especially because I worked out. Um, But I don't do that every day. So I I might have a day where if I wake up in the morning and you know what, I feel like I'm ready to eat. I'll do that. And it doesn't happen often. But if I experience that, I'll listen to my body. And that's the way that, like you said, the body is hardwired for the old school. Our Bodies, our seventy trillion cells are hardwired for these feast famine cycles. And that right. adaptation is where the magic lies because it creates more sensitive hormones. It helps your mitochondria become fitter. It just it's such a, a magical process and that's the way we were designed to be. So and just, it's
1: free, which is <laughs> intermittent fasting and sleep. Two of the biggest two gosh. of the biggest needle moving biohacks you can do, and they're both free.
0: Exactly. They're free. Right. That's why People undervalue under them essentially. Exactly. If exactly. you yeah. put that in a pill, I mean, that's a right mega billion dollar industry <laughs> right. right there. Right. Uh, other things that are free: grounding, love, and gratitude. I mean, these are all powerful healing tools that are one hundred percent free. Yes. Tribe. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Uh, right. But going back to the fasting part, I, I love it. It's one of my favorite tools in that toolbox somebody who is really overweight might need to do more of these block fasts. I mean, it's very different for the person, but the great thing about it, especially if you're an entrepreneur is that it's such a burden off your shoulders. If you have a day that you are just slammed and you got to get things done or you're speaking, like when I was speaking this past weekend, I decided I'm not going to eat. I want to be sharp. I don't have to worry about digesting food. So I actually got on stage and it was right after lunch and I didn't eat during lunch. And I asked the audience and I'm like, I was lunch and they're all laughing because I know I want to talk about fasting. And then I said, Do you have more energy or less? And <laughs> they're like, less. Because right. it takes a lot of energy and resources to process food. So it's such a great hack for an entrepreneur. And we practice a very similar key.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh yeah, and like I say, and like you say, it is it is free. And maybe if it did cost a, sus- a substantial amount of money, people would put more interest in it, but that's it's just the way it goes.
0: I suppose. That's, the, that's the way it goes. We'll do right. a good job at uh, educating people and inspiring them right. to, to give it a shot. Right. I, I know a lot right. of people who, who they'll save money because they stop eating breakfast and then they'll just spend a little bit extra on more our quality food. Right. So right. It's, a, it's a great trade-off right there. You just start buying organic. You have a little bit right. more in your budget. So uh, it's such a perfect trade-off. Let's get back on course here and let's right. talk about um, paleo FX 2020 coming up
1: in April at yes. the end of April. What's the exact dates? It's the 24th through the 26th in Austin, Texas.
0: Yeah. Tell us about the speakers. Tell us about what you look forward to most and just give us all the details on this amazing upcoming event.
1: Well, I'll tell you what I look forward to most. I I love all of the speakers. I mean, that that goes without saying most of them are personal friends of mine or Michelle's. Um, Most of these people we have had um, intimate relationships with for a long period of time, especially Rob Wolf, you know, a quick story about Rob Wolf and when we were coming up with the concept for paleo FX in 2011 we recognized that we needed a a marquee speaker and this was going to be a tall order because we hadn't we you know paleo, no, no one knew what this paleo FX thing was so we called up rob kind of gave him the rent of what it was and said we need a, we need we need that speaker we need the marquee speaker and he said yeah, no problem. He's like, I have no idea what you guys are trying to do. But if I can come hang out with you guys for a week in Austin, sign me up. And he has been at Paleo FX every year and never asks any questions. Um, we always <laughs> – it's a funny story. We always – Rob, will you send us your receipts so we can at least pay for your airfare coming out here? He is not, he's not yet ever sent in a receipt. We're like, Rob, will you just send us your receipts so we can pay you something? He's never done it because it, that's the kind of guy he is. And, and to a speaker, those speakers are like that. They want so much to give to this community. Um, so there's that. So there's the ability for Michelle and I. It's the one time a year where we can all come together have a good time, hang out for a while. Yes, we're doing work. Putting on a show is a massive endeavor and the speakers are working They're You know, most of the time at the last minute, they're finishing up their, their talks. Um, and it's very, very difficult for them because they're they're engaging with with all the attendees. If you can imagine being Rob Wolf trying to walk the expo floor with 8,000 people, it's a, you know, it's a carnival. Um, so, so that's the big thing. Now, for for the attendee side of it, it is just for me to be able to, to walk the expo floor and to see people who I saw at the two thousand twelve show at a, as attendees, and just be able to reminisce and hug and hang out and just the vibe of the floor, and to see the look on all the other attendees and the exhibitors and the every the vibe there is just so elevated, and I think that's the that's the biggest takeaway, man. There are, there's so much information that's being provided and that is, that's cool. That is awesome. But the one thing that's provided there that you can't get anywhere else is that feeling of community and that just elevate. I mean, you can feel your body change when you're in that atmosphere like that. You can just feel the endorphin rush. Your body loves community. And You know, as entrepreneurs, Michelle and I could have gone a number of different routes that are, I always laugh, that are easier ways to make money as entrepreneurs. As an entrepreneur, event is like, don't even go near that (laughs) because those are generally train wrecks financially. They're just very, very hard to pull off, but we wanted a community. We wanted to provide a platform for community, and uh, I, I totally derailed on your question i don't even know what the question was right now but, <laughs> but uh, well you
0: answered it you yeah, asked you what, yeah. what are you looking forward to most and you said that that energy that feeling that you get there and it's yeah
1: I, and it is so tough i can tell you ben in the in the weeks before the event it is just all hands on deck um our great team just puts their heart and soul into this event and we are dog tired when the door is open for the event but that vibe just kicks in and we are it's like a breath of fresh air and we were ready to rock and roll man as soon as as soon as those people start filing in it's go time and that's that—that that is the best time of year for all of us
0: yeah and you have a great lineup this year i'm looking at right. it right here on my uh, computer screen you have um i mean rob wolf of course is coming back for uh, the ninth consecutive year, you have Dr. Tom right. O'Brien, Chris Kresser, Ben Greenfield, Dr. Pompa will be there, right. uh, JJ Virgin. I mean, the list goes on and on. I, he, I could just go on and on and on. But you just guys, I encourage you all to be there. And by the way, I am honored to be on this list to be a speaker at your event. I can't tell you how grateful I am to be there. I'm going to be talking all about keto for beginners, uh, how to master the keto diet long term, if you're a beginner. So I would love to meet you there. I would love to see you there and shake right. it and give you a hug. Uh, I can't wait to give Keith a hug and Michelle a hug, but I'm really looking forward to this event. And if you are inspired to be a part of this, which I hope you are, please go to the notes of this podcast and click that link to get your ticket. Um, tell us a little bit more about what you expect at this event, Keith.
1: Right, well, first of all, Ben, I just want your, your followers and your fans to know that not everybody gets to be a speaker at Paleo Michelle and I turn down uh over four hundred applications every year, right I mean, it is tough to get real estate on the paleo f x stage and that is one of the most heartbreaking parts of putting on this show is there is people or there are people are out who have fantastic information but I mean, we just don't have the the stage time to give it to everybody, so we have to be very, very selective with who we bring in so Ben, to your fans out there, the fact that you are speaking on our stage says a lot because it's a tough vetting process, man. It's tough to be an exhibitor at Paleo FX, and it's even tougher to be a speaker at Paleo FX. So, So for attendees, you should know that whoever is on that stage has been so thoroughly vetted. <laughs> it's It's an arduous process. So to your fans, you guys should be very, very proud to see to see Ben there, and I would highly recommend coming out to see him in person.
0: Yeah, thank you. It's such an honor. So thank you for that, Keith.
1: Yeah. So uh, you know, what am I looking forward to? There's there's um, one cool thing. So so the intersection between health hacking and and ancestral wellness to me is very, very interesting. And to that extent, we have a a health outkeep, health Say that three times fast. The health hacking lounge at Pelio FX this year, which I think is very, very cool, um, and that's just part of you know leveraging technology to advance you know ancestral wellness. And there is a balance there, right? We don't want we don't want these devices and the quantified self movement to be a crutch. We want it to be used as a mirror for you to tune into your own body. And I think if we use these tools correctly, like I know you do and I do, then it can be a huge boon and it can help people through some, some troughs and it can help people um, meet themselves. I mean, this, this body of yours that you're walking around in is trying to tell you something like we said before. And, and to the extent you can use these devices to, to tune back into what it's saying, so much the better. And there's some interesting devices out there. So that's probably what I'm most, most interested in this year.
0: That's super cool. I love how you said you don't use it as a crutch. These these amazing tools, you use them right. as kind of a, a, a mirror or a mechanism or right. something to help you develop self awareness for what's going
1: right. on. Exactly. Oh,
0: that's that's so cool. Uh, so okay, so we have the event coming up to the uh, end of April. I really hope keto campers you take action with this because they're gonna they're gonna hit their numbers either way. They're gonna get their guests there. Right. And I want I want it to be you. I want it, I want my tribe to be there because I'm gonna be there, and I want you guys to represent keto camp at this event. So I'm encouraging you to please go and click that link. I want to see you there. I want you to try all these biohacking tools. I want you to learn from some of the best in the world. Um, let's talk a little bit more. I have a couple more questions for you. Sure. Wrap this all up when it comes to health. Uh, I talk about perfect health and to me that means functioning normal, the way we were designed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my definition. Now, I want to ask you, what is your definition of perfect health? When you hear those words, what comes to mind?
1: Well, to me, the ability to express one's genius in an unimpeded fashion to me is an expression of perfect health, right? Because if you are in perfect health, it allows you the room without being encumbered or hamstrung with any other issues To be able to totally express that genius whatever that genius is that could be athletic genius and there there is a genius there um but it could be mathematical genius it could be anything but if anybody is hamstrung by by any degree of poor health to the extent you're hamstrung you are not able to express that genius and so i look at it that way then for a long period of time i i was trying to define health through um, through body function, through movement, through all of these other mechanisms. And I finally backed off of that. I thought, well, what does it mean if all of those systems are perfectly dialed in? What it means to me is that that genius, that innate genius that each one of us has, and that genius is different across the board. It's an N equals one thing. But if you're able to express that in a way that's unimpeded by health, that to me is perfect health.
0: Mm, Great definition. I love that. What are
1: you grateful for today, Keith? Wow. Well, immediately, I'm grateful for my wife Michelle and that she's okay. She recently broke her ankle here uh, a few days ago, which is a which is a whole other hiking story. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. That was so, um, so yeah. So I'm grateful that she's okay and we were able to get her out of the uh, you know get get her out of that situation without uh, you know without any more hassles. Um, So, so there's that immediately, but uh, maybe in a broader sense, what am I grateful for? I am grateful for the, for my family choice. You know, we had a party here in Austin uh, last Friday night and it was an entrepreneurial gathering and it had nothing to do with entrepreneurship. So it was, it was an adult talent show put on by one of the prominent entrepreneurs here in Austin. And it was just a time to hang out And various entrepreneurs within this, you know, within the city were, you know, singing, dancing, you know, doing whatever their talent was. And I, I, I had the feeling there that night that I am so happy to be able to live life with my family of choice. Right. This is a community that I believe in. This is a community I support, and a community that supports me. All that is to say that I have come to be a part of a beautiful tribe, right? So I'm grateful for that tribe. And I I wish that for everybody, what, whatever your tribe is, find that tribe, connect with them because that will so elevate your life. It, you can't even imagine, I think, what that feels like to be a part of a community, a face-to-face community mm-hmm. like that. It's, it's fabulous
0: yeah beautiful in, in a world that is getting smaller and smaller we're getting more separated from each other so something like this is so important right. especially because there's so many mental health diseases out there yes. people are feeling alone they're feeling depressed and it doesn't have to be that way there are people out there who will support you who will walk you with open arms and you're one of them i'm one of them the whole community in paleo effects is one of them so you have developed that tribe and i acknowledge you for it um well, Closing words before we wrap this up, what are the, what are the, what's the final thing you want to leave for the keto camp audience?
1: I think the final thing I would like to, to leave the audience with is, you know, I, I could do the, the self-serving, come to paleo FX thing. That's a given. Um, I, I think my, my last words are, you know, back when we, Back when we began this conversation, we talked about what are the basic things that we can do to elevate our health and wellness. And I would really have your community concentrate on that, right? Movement, eating properly, and sleep recovery. I would add to that tribe. If you can get those basics covered, you are so far advanced than anyone else around you, you can't even imagine. I mean, you've just taken you've just taken a massive step forward in elevating your health. Then we can start going down the rabbit holes and fine tuning and N equals one, this thing and, you know, playing with, with different things. But if you can get those four things covered, you're, you're, you're doing all right.
0: I love it. Yeah. You build a solid foundation with those. Uh, So fantastic. And uh, by the way, before I forget, please send Michelle, Healing vibes and prayers and hugs from me. Let's get the ankle healthy, especially before the Austin event. We've got to get her healthy.
1: <laughs> right. Right.
0: Uh, Keith, I want to acknowledge you, man. I am so grateful to be a part of this this movement to to speak on stage. But I want to acknowledge you also because what you and Michelle have done is it's so special and it's so rare. Like you said, it's very difficult. I know this to put on an event and make it successful and then keep growing it year after year after year. And you have so many people in the health space world-class leaders who love what you're doing i love what you're doing thank you for taking a stand thank you for having a space a safe space for people to go every single year you could count on paleo fx you could learn you could grow you could get with your tribe and i'm grateful for you and i had such a fantastic time on this conversation i want to say thank you and i look forward to paleo
1: FX 2020 and I, thank you ben and i cannot wait to see you at the show me too brother thank you again
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Keith Norris. I hope you're inspired to take action and purchase tickets to go to Paleo FX this year. I would love to see you and meet you and give you a hug, Keto Campers. Head to the link in this podcast down below in the notes. Get your ticket. Secure your spot. I'll see you in Austin, Texas at the end of April. If you haven't signed up for my free fasting webinar taking place this Friday, February 28th at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, head over to www.benazadiwebinar.com and I'll see you on this free training all about fasting. I'm going to teach you which foods to break your fast with, which foods are the worst to break your fast with. I'm going to debunk so many fasting myths, I'll get into autophagy and how to find your best fasting schedule for you and your customized goals. www.benazadiwebinar.com. If you have found any value from this, please leave the show a rating and review and also a reminder to shoot me a tag, Keith a tag and Paleo FX a tag on Instagram. Take a screenshot of this episode. My Instagram handle is at thebenazadi. Keith's is at theory2practice, the number two, and then at Paleo FX. Thanks so much for listening to this entire episode. You will hear me on the next one.